With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong. And everything in between. I did not find what I was looking for, but I know I have it. 
I will get it to you tonight. Um, your girl is frazzled today. I'm telling you, I am. I have just been running, running, running all day. And I feel it. <laughs> My oh spirit sit down somewhere. But it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. But anyway, Rodney, how are you? I know you are out and about in another area, another part of the land, I guess I'll call it. <laughs> uh, yes, I am actually in Richmond, Virginia, um, for a local officer's retreat. Um, uh, I guess my official term as president started July 1st, um, and so... I'm here to learn as much as I can about what it takes to be or what it will take to be an effective uh, president, effective leader for our association, and how to get uh, people involved and engaged. And um, and I will say, so far, it has been it has been good. Other than missing my wife, uh, it it has been it has it has been a good time. The food is even. It has even been decent, so <laughs> uh, it's just the the, the, inter, the internet sucks here, huh? I said if the food is good, hey, you're in good shape because usually, you know, it's it's hard to find good food, especially when you're traveling in the hotels and the restaurants and things like that. So you're yeah, in good shape. The only thing about the only thing about being here is uh, the internet is not is is not the best. Um, and we are staying in dorms, and so uh, you literally have to remember back to when you went to college, and <laughs> as you oh, essentially wow. have to bring your yeah, you have to bring your whole house. It seems, I mean, because there's nothing in here but a bed. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this: Are you sharing? Are you sharing the bathroom with people? Uh yeah, so there's a yeah, so you have to share so you have your own room but you have to share the bathroom with one other person. Uh there's a bathroom in between um each room. So uh, on the other side of me there's another guy. Uh, but I mean, you know, there haven't been any issues. Okay. Okay. All right. When you said dorm yeah. it made me think about when Brandon went to college and, and I went down for well, I was preparing to go and I I guess it was orientation week or whatever it was, whatever they called it back then, I don't know. And uh, we, we stayed in the dorms, and that's, that's why I asked that, because we had uh, this year back in the neighbor. So. And apparently but, uh, they're allowed to have dogs on campus. I don't know. I've seen people walking dogs <laughs> around here. So, I uh, think dogs more rights than, than we do nowadays. I think Tamara and I summed that up when I was in Virginia for the – for the uh, summit that you did, that that uh, animals are beginning to have a bit more sense than we do. So why not, huh? Why not give them their rights, right? right. <laughs> there you go. So, but anyway, you guys, thank you guys again for tuning in with us tonight. I am not going to begin with a lie that we will be on for an hour because there's no need to say that. We'll let it. We'll just let it do what it do what it does, and when we end, we end. So I won't start out with that. 
although I could use it tonight for sure. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in, and, and we have, again, our summer session, what we're going to call it, What's on Your Mind? Let's talk about it. And uh, before we get started, the lines are open. The chat line is up and running as well. Um, all my fault tonight, I have to do it by myself because I've just kind of messed up and Rodney's not able to get in. So be patient with me. Um, I will I will make it all work. Facebook is open. Chat line's open. If you have a question or a comment, remember to select the number one if you're listening um, through your phone with us tonight. And if you're not and you want to, the call-in number again is 818-691-7406. Select the number one and we'll pull you in. Uh, we'll provide the area code that you're calling from and the last four digits of the number, again, that you're calling from. Be prepared to uh, comment, questions, all of that, so that we could keep the show moving right along. Uh, also, I want to remind you guys of our trash can, baby, if you have not, or if you have and you want to share your story with us. And we say this so much. I wonder how many of you have actually tried this, um, especially especially those of you who've, who've listened for quite a while. I wonder if you've tried it. Um, and if you haven't, you know, let that be an example of how much we, we, we participate in things, but how much action do we put behind um, those things? I was, I was studying some, some things this week, and it, the question, I don't know how this question came up, but it led me to uh, some researching of how much, how much of what we say we're going to do do we really do. And it's crazy. I think we get caught up in, in just saying saying that we're going to do this and do that. And um, even posting, I think we're allowed to say so much and, and write so much by way of um, social media and technology until we almost forget to do the bulk of that. And we become accustomed to just kind of saying it casually and, and oh, well, kind of I'll get to it when I get to it. So if you're going to listen try 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 what you're listening to if you get something out of the show um something should move you into action so start with the trash can baby and what we do we ask you to move your trash can a trash can preferably one that you use quite a lot moving it hopefully you will determine that you're just as normal as we are if that's what you want to call it because you if you are you'll find yourself going back to the place that you moved it from let that be a reminder to how how the mind just keeps up with with many things, things that we don't think about, things that in some ways we've forgotten about or don't know that we've um, retained it, so to speak. So just let it be a reminder of how much the mind keeps up with, even those insignificant things. And, you know, make it fun. If you have children, have a spouse, play play the game. So I know you're sick of us saying that when you guys start sharing, maybe we'll stop saying it for a while. But but do let us know your stories there. Um, Rodney, did I forget anything? Can't. Uh, no, uh, you covered it all. You covered okay. it all. Okay. So um, I know I got off early last week. Oh, before we start, I want to just thank. I want to thank those who listened to. 
in the moment who came out and, well, not came out, but who showed your support last Thursday um, as I was interviewed on In the Moment radio show. It it was just a blessing for me. I, I had to go back on and just thank Nicole again because, um, I, I don't know, it's just, and, and Rodney, as, as we talked to you and Tamaria and, and I talked, I guess it was, what, Friday, Saturday, I don't know, but it was just a blessing, and the and the conversations continue since that show. So it it is a reminder for me, um, as I was sharing with a friend just yesterday, of how how much we need, how much more we need to talk about what we're going through, because um, it allows people to see. I think Rodney, for us, I think people, I think people think that we're just we don't have we don't have anything going on in our lives. Everything is just kind of perfect, you know. And we've had this perfect <laughs> life because we, I guess, because we we're doing this radio show. You know, you might see us here and there, you know, speaking places. But you guys, I, I believe if there is no story, like if you haven't had a story and 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 continue to have them, doesn't mean your story has to defeat you or beat you down or take you out, and it and it shouldn't. But you can find a way to make your story be about God's glory. And at the end of the day, I, 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 that's why we're here. Um, I think we've gotten it confused that we're here to to bring glory to ourselves and and to be for, for us to be glorified and so forth. But um, I'm just thankful for those. And we had quite a quite a few people, a number of people that that listened. And I was sharing with Rodney, uh, people that don't listen to us on Mondays. You know, we're here every Monday, and I had friends and family <sighs> listen to the show um, and made great comments and things like that. So it's kind of a twofold situation because, of course, you want that support every Monday night here as well. But, hey, I'll take it however I can get it as long as – you are and we are continuing to learn and to grow, move forward and not be victims to our circumstances and our situations, to be um, to overcome them, to grow through them, as we said on the show last Thursday. So I just wanted to take that time to thank you guys. And as far as I know, I will be back on there this Thursday, same time, 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time, so uh, I know a number of you listen from, from our Eastern time zone, so remember that's 8 o'clock for you um, and 7 o'clock for, for Central time zone. So thank you guys again. Um, we'll move right into the show unless you have some announcements, Rodney. I know we left off, well, I left off because I got off early as we were starting to discuss the importance of, of fathers and, and men, men being in the home so do you have any announcements or anything different that you'd like to start with? Uh, no, no, no announcements here. Okay, Not that great. I can think of anyway. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I will have some, maybe maybe midway through the show, I want to remind, remind the listeners of a few things and then share some news about um, my new adventure, my new baby, I guess I should say. Um, another baby, I should say, not new baby, but I'm at, at not real baby now, you guys. I'm talking about Gator Consulting. Let me just put that out there now that I said that. 
Gator consultant. <laughs> no babies, no babies. <laughs> so um, I, I want to share share a little bit about that and then about the GoFundMe that we have out there and all of that. So I'll do that a little bit later during the show. So, Rodney, is there anything we need to recap on? Because I did not go back and listen to the last part of the show that I missed, and I don't know how long you guys went after that, but I, I know you, I remember you telling me, but I don't remember now. Um, but I know I ended on the part just as we were beginning to kind of get into discussion about the fathers and the importance of being the, being in the home. And I think I got to give out that Proverbs 17 and 6, I think it is. Right, Rodney? Did you guys uh, have a chance to go over that? Uh, you know what, Tammy? I can I cannot even remember. I remember um, the other gentleman, uh, uh, especially Bo. You know, spending a lot of time um, talking about this subject, um, and I may have added a few things here and there, but I don't think I said a whole lot. I can't remember if you uh, inserted Proverbs seventeen and six. Okay, okay. Um, that the Proverbs seventeen and six, and I hope that's right. I'm gonna look it up real quick here because I don't want to give you guys the wrong information. But it it is um, it speaks about children being the crown, um, you know, or being being it for their parents. But the glory of a child is 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 the, is the father. And I think what it kind of steered from, Rodney, is your comment. I think we might have misinterpreted what you were saying towards the end because um, I said, I remember saying that if if that's what you were saying, that this might be the first thing that we disagree on. And so you said that I had confirmed exactly what you were saying by my comment. So maybe <laughs> we should remember that. I remember that, but I'm trying to remember what my comment was. I don't remember how we got there, how we got to that it, point. It came across I as what we were discussing. I don't think what you were saying. I think we interpreted your your thoughts, your words um, incorrectly. We kind of thought that you were saying that it it doesn't matter really if the father's in the home, and I don't know exactly how you put put it, but it came across as if it doesn't matter if the child has a father or a father in the home in in his life. And so I I came back and said, um, basically, well, well, after you heard me, you said I, I basically confirmed, and we were basically saying the same thing, because I brought up the proverbs. Uh, the verse that mentions that the the glory of a child, and I hope I'm reading, I hope I'm quoting that right, is his father, I think. But I'm gonna look it up, you guys, and I'll let you know exactly what it says. Um, so we kind of, I think we were saying the same thing, um, mm-hmm. but it came across differently. So I was commenting on the importance, and I really think it 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 truly, truly, truly matters. Now that being said, it does not give an excuse, but I think biblically, if you, even if we wanted to start there, um, in just the makeup of the man and the woman, um, even the, the the wording or the advice that, that comes from the Bible, uh, spiritually I think there is a great responsibility from men when it when it when it comes to and this is why I think men are should be head of their household. Should be, should be, and and I'm gonna say men. Um, 
And I think that triggers down to the wife, uh, the children for sure, and I think that is one of the things that society is missing, men who, who are showing up in the knowledge of that. Like, I am, I have a great responsibility on my back. Like, I carry... I, I carry a great responsibility, and I personally feel like the only way a person can come close to being successful, like it might look it might look right, it might appear to be perfect actually, but I I personally feel like unless a man and I'm saying man is in, the man, women are out of this, unless a man is connected spiritually. Spiritually, um, I don't think he's fully equipped to take on that role. I, I really, really don't. Again, I think he can look good. I think he can come close, maybe, in in the way of appearance, meaning you know, great job, great cars, um, maybe a couple of kids went to college and seemingly you know, jobs and all of this. But when you talk about the core of a person, the spiritual. Um, being the spiritual mature maturity that needs to take place, that that child being able to grow up and never, uh, if he parts, then he comes back. You know that verse. If, if he he'll he'll depart, if he departs, he'll come back. Whatever that I remember that verse. I don't know exactly where that is either. But that's what I mean. That 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 man that walks in his house and the air changes. That that mom can say, "I'm calling your dad," and and the child changes, and and this to me, um, even if the if the if the father is not in the house, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that if, if something has happened to to mother and 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 dad, to mom and dad where they are not together, it still should be it should be, and and I and I'm gonna say should be because we all know that in most cases it is not, especially once. That father moved house, so I think there's a huge responsibility on the on the on the backs of men, but um, there's a great responsibility on women as well, and and we'll get to that I guess sometime in the show as well. If not, maybe we'll talk about that next Monday. But Rodney, what are your thoughts? And I hope I hope that kind of jarred your your memory for kind of the things you said last week because I remember telling you my mom texts me about what you were saying because again it came across. <laughs> Is that you were saying it doesn't matter if, if the father's in the home or in the in the child's life? It came across as that. Well, um, I'm, I'm definitely uh, going to have to go back and listen to last week's show because I really want to, you know, uh, hear exactly how it led up to that point. But but what I will say is this: um, number one, I think um, I think you're right about you know the, the the point that you know the men the men are important in the household and 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 I will will not dispute that however what what I will say is um there have been a number of cases to prove that even when you know it may not be um, that particular father or the man who we think it should be um even if there's no man in that household at all um, there have been a number of cases, um, or enough cases, I should say, uh, to prove that 
you know, even if he's not, that does not mean that that um, that that boy cannot grow up and be a successful man. I think that when when we talk about the men not being in the home, um, we need to explore why and figure out because we can't make him uh, do anything. We can't make him uh, be back in the home or like you even said, you know, even if something is happening, you know, the mom and dad are split up and he's not in the home, he still should, you know, carry that same weight. However, when that does not happen, um, we have to explore why it happened and figure out how we can make sure that it does not happen again, meaning that the boy who's growing up in the household, um, how we can um, keep him from growing up to be the same way. And a lot of times, um, you know, we make we make all, all, all types of excuses, um, you know, as to why uh, this continues to be an issue in our society instead of figuring out, hey, why is why is this a problem? And I think that, and I've said this before, if he's not there, there is somebody nearby um, who can who who can uh, fill that role and help the next young man get on track. Um, we, I think we do have a very important role. Um, I think we do. We we have a heavy responsibility, and I think that you know there are things that happen when we are where we're supposed to be. However, when that is not the case, when that is not the case, then what? What are we? What are we going to do uh, now? Because the, the the show has to go on. And one thing I've seen a lot of um, over the years is. It turns into, well, not just the father, but now the boy grows up and be the same way, and then his son grows up and be the same way, and it's just a it's just a continuous cycle. And I think that if we want men um, to fill their roles, then we have to do better at ending um, the problem. Like, okay, this this guy. He didn't do what he was supposed to do. He's a grown man. Nobody can make him. The courts can when it comes to, you know, child support and things like that. But no one can make him do something that he doesn't want to do. But we cannot stop there. It has to be, okay, since we understand the value of a man or we understand the value of a father, then we need to make sure that this is the end. And at the same time, even though their father may not be in the home, there are, she may not, you know, be able to tell him or teach him everything. But one thing that we can always do is teach our our children how to be decent human beings. And it starts there, and then it starts with, okay, I'm a single I'm a single mom. 
how can I get my son connected with the right man or the right men? How can I make sure that what I what I feel like I cannot give him as a woman, he can get from somewhere else before society gets a hold of him, before the drug dealers get a hold of him, before some some girl gets a hold of him, and then next thing you know, he's a young father. How can I keep him on the path and then find the resources that he needs so that he can be successful, so that he doesn't have to be um, the same person that his dad was? You know, Rodney, I think the first thing I want to, to go back to what you said is, a, a, and I certainly agree with you, there there are plenty of, of men that have, and, and girls, I don't want to leave the girls out, that have come out of that single-parent home where there there's not been a father in the home. Um, however, I, I really wish there was a way we could determine, and I know it's not, but I would I would be willing to bet that there was there was some there was a man around somewhere who who at one point had an opportunity to share just enough or somebody. But but I think in most cases when it when it is a man that it makes it makes a difference and I'm going to share some st- statistics with you guys sometime during the show um, and 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 I'm not all always um, so sure about statistics but to me when we look outwardly when we see what our young boys and our young girls are 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 doing and, and accepting of and the the morals or values and ethics that they lack. Um, Certainly, I have to think twice, maybe a couple of times, about these statistics being um, somewhat accurate. But I think when we talk about success, when there there are children who come out of those homes who are successful, I would go back to defining success um, because, again, if we're talking about, hey, they, they, they went to college, they got a great job, you know, everything kind of looks to the part. But but what is their spirit and their soul? Is there peace? Do they do they do they really have peace with themselves as to where they are um, in life? Do they feel accomplished? Would they feel accomplished minus the job, minus something? And so I would have to really measure success because I think we've lost. I think what was truly successful is a man or woman that has those moral values and ethics, even to the point where they're not jeopardized in the workplace and so forth. That you Sometimes you hear people doing things. We take police officers, and, of course, not all of them are bad. I watched a video today that actually Bo sent me. But when you think about, when you see these men sitting here um, talking about what they were made to do, for the sake of their jobs, I and you could clearly see that these are these are great men who felt I have to do this in order to feed myself, my family, or whatever. So when we have when we when we have people who are willing to um, go to that depth to get a paycheck, then we've kind of gotten lost in in what success really is, and so. 
Mm-hmm. It comes back to me for those morals, those values, those ethics, and being able to teach children. And I think that comes from, I think that really comes from fathers. And I think a lot of the problems that we're seeing today is because there are more women um, playing those playing in those roles. We're dipping and dabbing in those roles because I think we feel like we've been forced to. That comes into your question: Why? Why are why are uh, men absent from the home? I think we could go back to. I know we've talked about the making of a slave on this show as well, and if you guys have not read that, true or false, if you have not read it, it is definitely something that you would, would that you should go back and read it, especially when it gets to the part about the the breaking of the, of the Negro man. Um, and in breaking the Negro man, I feel like, again, true or false, there was some breaking breaking also for, of that woman pure fear. And so the same with the statistics that we have for those who have come from fatherless homes, the Willie Lynch letter, the making of a slave, true or false, because of what I see, I have to go back. There's there's some of that letter that has to be true, the Willie Lynch letter. So there's there's many reasons I think that the fathers are out of the home and we could go back to the system um, where if if a if a mom is is on welfare or getting assistance, then the man could not be in the house at that at that time. Um, and even now, I believe. But there's a lot of that. But it goes back to what you said, Rodney. If if you if if that's not what you want, then you find another way. But people, again, when it comes to money and making making men making ends meet, I think people will almost do whatever. Um, and that's where the lack of trust and faith in, in God uh, fails as well. But it comes down, comes right back to me for, the, uh, out of all of it, is defining that success. Because, again, yeah, they, they may look the par, they have the great jobs, they have the great cars, but deep down I think we've lost them when it comes to their soul and their spirit and having that peace that is needed and that assurance that is needed to be a husband, be a man of God, be a husband, be a father, be that, that employee or employer, what what have you. And that's where I think we're missing out on a number of things is the sub- substance. The, people just don't seem to have morals, values, ethics, substance. They don't, they don't live in um, authenticity. They're not authentic in their being and their purpose. They've they've went out for all these things that the world says makes you success successful, makes you appear successful, but deep down they've lost their soul, which means they're dying or have died spiritually. And then that mm. carries to how and if I'm dead spiritually, how can I even as a mother, how can I um how can I really, really, really be a successful parent because now I'm just like I'm no different from that child. I have I have needs that have not I have un unfulfilled needs that I lack that I did not get. Um so it's like building that house with no foundation. 
and expecting it to to be secure while you're sleeping at night, while you're cooking inside of it. You expect those walls to stay together. And I think that's what we're sending our kids out, um, our, our adults out. I think the adults that we're sending out in the world are really children because we were so busy doing this, that, that, and the other. We missed, missed our spiritual connection so that what we're really giving them is the world. Like we're really giving their platform is the world. And how do you compete in this world with your soul and spirit lost? How do you compete? So that's why you have people doing just that. They are competing, but they're competing with the world, with the people who are not just in this world but of this world. And so that's why I wanted to start out with the success part of it because to me success is when, you're, when your spirit and your soul has finally met in the same place and that they're both mm. ready to merge and go forward so that they're not fighting one another. You know, one wants to be in the world, one wants to be of the spirit. And uh, we don't hear people talk about morals, values, and ethics. And I think about Dale as, you know, long as I've heard him say and talk about it, he's, he's basically always turned down because they don't, people, the, the, the system doesn't want to hear it, people seem to not want to hear it. Even parents seem to not want to hear it. Why? Because I think they realize if I hear it, i got to teach it and that I'm responsible for teaching it because it starts at home. You can't do anything Mm -hmm. with that child. I mean, you, you, you probably could if you stayed long enough, but they'd really have to move in with you because they go back. So what can you really do with that child who's who's who who is sent to you who has no morals, no values, no ethics, who is so a part of this world until what you say doesn't matter, Mr. Jordan. Mhm. Tammy, I, I Tammy, I want to I, I want to I guess go back to something that you said um cuz while you were talking just now, um uh, it made me think of it. And that is um, we get caught up in the way things look on the outside and, and not necessarily the core. And I think that is a fault when it comes to raising up um, men. I think that that is a, a fault that, that, that both genders um, have. You have men who will... Um, Tell boys that it is it, it is a you know you need to go to school you need to make good grades you need to get an education, but those very same men won't go and get a job as a teacher knowing that we need more males in the school system. You have men who will take boys to church, but they won't teach them how to get closer to God. They won't teach them. The ways of the Lord, they'll teach them the ways of the church, but they won't necessarily help them get that connection to God. And those two things are totally different. You think about uh, women. Women will talk about um, not knowing any good men or, you know, so many men, you know, uh, needing to to do better or, or to step up, yet they will turn around and raise their sons to be sorry men. And it's like we have to figure out what's more important. 
do we want to see better fathers? Do we want to see better husbands? Do we want to see um, more professionals? Do we want to see um, not not just young boys, but even grown men? Do we want to see them pull their pants up? Do we do we want better men in our society? Because if we do, then we have to be willing to make the sacrifices in order to see this happen. We can't say that we want better men, but then we don't train up better men. We don't raise better men. The time to, to the time to start doing that is when these boys are very young, and we teach them consistently. Not it's okay today, and then it's a problem tomorrow. No, we teach them with consistency and account and accountability. We can't do anything. I heard the lady say this yesterday. We can't do anything about the past, but what we can do is work on the future. And if we want men to be in a better place 20 years from now than where they are in 2017, then we have to be willing to put in the work. We can't just talk about it. We have to be about it too. We can't, we, we, we can't you know, stress the importance of men, but then no one is showing them how to get to that point. You know, if somebody says, if somebody says, hey, Tammy, I want you to go to Seattle, Washington, here are the keys to my car, and if you've never been to Seattle, Washington, you may eventually get there. You might, you might get there, but it's going to be a struggle because they didn't give you the tools necessary to get there. They didn't give you a map. They didn't give you a GPS. They just said, here's the keys to my car. I want you to go to Seattle, Washington. They didn't give you any gas money. They didn't tell you what to watch out for. And when we think about, you know, history and how things got lost, this is what happened. People just didn't know. They were winging it. Because people said, hey, this has to be done. But nobody said how to do it. I watch kids in school all the time. All they, they all they are taught is, like you said, be successful. Nobody ever explains to them what being successful means, or they get a misinterpretation of what being success, successful means. Excuse me. You have kids who give up on school in elementary school or middle school because they've been taught that if you don't go to college, you're a failure. That's all people preach to them. Nobody talks to them about joining the military. Nobody talks to them about picking up a trade. Nobody tells them that, hey, my toilet is going to break one day, or your toilet might break one day, kid. Why don't you learn to fix it? Men like to get their haircuts. Go to school learn to be a barber. And see if we if we if we if we did a better job, then we'd have better men. We can't just say get to the get to point Z, but then not tell them how to get there. We know the way, whether it's because somebody taught us the right way, or 
We learn through trial and error. But we know the way. And then I'll tell you another thing, too. We're so afraid of being outdone that we won't share because we're afraid. Some people are afraid of the next person, the next man, getting ahead of them. So I'm not going to share everything. Because what we don't understand is even Jesus said, greater works will you do. It ain't about you. Because one thing about it, our society is going to keep evolving. Just like, Tammy, I'm, I'm sure when you were growing up, just like, you know, there there were, like, cell phones. What? Like, cell phones weren't even around when I was growing up. I would have never predicted them when I was seven, eight years old. I thought we would have always had landlines. But now... It's evolved, and now they've taken cell phones and done a million things to the cell phones. So uh, well, yeah, God is going to keep evolving. Go ahead, Tammy. As a, as a teacher, and I, I want to, I'm going to ask you this question. I want to go back to something else you said a little bit earlier. But as a teacher, if if you if you really think about it, and and maybe if you haven't, this is something that maybe next year when school starts back if you can just kind of pay attention to this, have you, or, or if you think back, would you say, just in thinking back, um, that you are able to, or that you maybe have more control or more assistance, better assistance from, uh, for those children who come from homes that there's a father in the home, like if you had to go back, if if you were able to go back and search, and just kind of thinking back, would you say that um, you have less problems, or if a problem arises and there's a father in the home that you're able to talk to, have you found that that you're able to get it under control, or that you have less issues? Um, that would be a hard one, I guess, just because I don't know. But uh, I, I don't know, you know, everybody's, um, you know, home life. Um, but what I have found is prob- there are problems on both sides. Because sometimes, uh, it's funny because I was talking to another teacher last week, and they were saying how um, they have so many issues. They're having so many issues out of out of this particular parent. And it's a father. And, you know, so I've seen it on both sides. But I will say I think a lot of the problems, I want to say they would be single, single, they would come from single parent households, whether it's just the mom there or just the dad there. And a lot of times, you know, it is the mom who's a single parent. Um, Or it's a household where the, where the dad is, there, but he's not engaged. Right, right. Um, so I, I would say if I had to research as far as problems, um, you know, I would I, I would have to go there. But I will I will tell you this, Tammy. Um, there there's a shifting in our in our school systems, not necessarily where I work, but just across the country, um, and a lot. Um, there's this big thing with heroin now. 
um, or other drugs. And a lot of those kids, honestly, they come from two-parent households. Um, but, you know, the parents are um, wealthy. Um, and so, you know, that's starting to create an issue. And then I'll, I'll tell you this, too. They, um, a lot of times kids who come from two-parent households, um, again, this is starting to be more recently, but you don't have quite the heavy offenses as the other kids, but they're not angels either. Um, but if I would, if I would, if I could think back, um, I would say more of the problems come from single parent households, um, especially when, you know, you have one who is an active and, and a lot of times it's either the father who's absent or the father who's not engaged. So, uh, I think that's where your heavier offenses come from, but I think that's a great question. And I think it's actually something that, um, I'm going to even challenge any other school teachers who might be on the call to, I guess, kind of conduct your own study, because um, I think that's a great question. Just to just to try to keep, you know, keep, you know, nobody has to see it obviously, but you know, kind of keep tabs on, you know, every time, like every time there's an issue, you know, see what you can find out about the structure of their home. See, I vision, and, and I guess this is this is maybe my being naive on this part, but, okay, I vision teachers, and I guess this doesn't happen, but I vision teachers. I know that there's that enrollment form um, that, or it used to be, I'll say that. I don't know, maybe it's different now. There's that enrollment form um, that used to, it was required at the beginning of each school year, um, where you list, you know, everything, household, who's all in there. And for some reason, I vision teachers, you know, being able to sit and look at look at that and see, you know, okay, get get kind of get a visual of this child. No, it doesn't doesn't answer everything, but maybe again, if this doesn't happen, maybe this is something that you can consider doing for next year, just keeping a little card, you know, a little index card, Johnny you know, mother, father, blah, 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 and then see what what you get from from those children. But I've just visioned that teachers had the opportunity to sit, or in most cases, it, whether opportunity or not, that they did uh, get those sheets and kind of see, you know, kind of get a visual of each child. But I think that would be a good thing to do, um, and, and, of course, only for the for the purpose of, of, of just kind of knowing, because, I know when, when I had a, a meeting with our young girls and it was just one one girl, this particular meeting that, that, that just stays with me, um, who came from a home where her father was in the home. And I remember mm-hmm. her kind of feel I remember the look on her face uh when she realized that she was the only one, um that had her father in the home, but I also remember the the look, and I could see and hear the tears of the young girls who wanted that father, mm-hmm. home or not. So I'll go back to the question you posed: some questions, um, you know, if we want, if we want uh, better men, if we want, you know, better this, better that. 
I'm going to take it back to a question. If we want better, and I'm speaking to the, to the, to the women, if we want better children, we got to pick better men. You can't pick the best penis and think you're going to get a great father. I'm not saying <laughs> what I'm point. saying is you right, you can't your 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 idea and I'm not saying you can't have both. I'm we'll keep it real. But if if <laughs> if your decision if you're making a decision on how, you know, Johnny made you makes you feel you know, then Yeah. What 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 else? What else does Johnny have to give? Rather than how he interacts, you know, you you're missing all the the other things, and so we have to start making better decisions. I heard mm. of a, a ten, ten. of a, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. no, 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 go ahead. No, I was sure that I I recently heard of a, a story where this young girl and I don't know her. I do know the father. You know, he's not. He's not taking care of the children that he that he currently has, and his new girlfriend has gotten pregnant from him. And I'm just like, you know, what 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 do you expect? Do you think you're gonna hatch a golden egg and he's gonna be different? You know. <laughs> so what part do you miss? Because if if he already has several that he's not taking care of. You know, again, is, is he going to give you a golden egg? And this is going to be different. Because if he's not taking care of or, or trying, then he, nine times out of ten, <laughs> it's not going to happen with well, your baby. Well, so well we Tim, have, I think, oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, we have to make better choices. You know, one time, but if you, but two, three, four, you, you still, you're still picking the same kind of man to to have children with. If you, now, if you just, if you, that's what you want, that's all you want. Hey, do your thing if that's you. But again, you can't expect the penis to be the father. <laughs> Tammy, I, I think you just, you, you just added. Um, another piece to this puzzle. And I'm glad that you did um, because this goes back to what I was saying about we, we, we have to pick, we, we have to decide where we, where we fall with this because there's a chance you're going to get it all. But what if you don't? Meaning, like you said, what if you don't get um you know, the man with the the penis that you want. What if you don't get the man who who's making all the money? What if you don't get the best looking man? Like, what matters most to you? And if, if it is someone who's going to help you raise your child, or your children, the way that you envision them being raised, then what are you willing to sacrifice to make it work? Are you willing to give up your 
desires to make it work. Because then that leads me to something else, Tammy, that I thought of when you were talking, and that is you can have five parents in the home. It depends on what they're teaching their children. Because some mm-hmm. people, you can't tell them they are setting their kids up for failure. And you're looking at it like this is not gonna this is not gonna help them when they get older. You're on the outside looking at it. This this is this is not good. And you could try to help those parents and they will cuss you out. And ask you how is it how did, how is it that you, you can judge them? Who made you, you know, the parent of all parents? Who put you in charge? So whether it's one parent in the household or two, if it's two, that's that's a whole lot better than one if they're both engaged and they're both on the same page, because that's important too, because they can be two good people, but if, you know, mom says no and then the kid goes and asks dad and dad says yes, you know, that that creates a problem. So are they on the same page? And then what are they teaching their children? And and so, you know, we have to consider all these things because there are single women out here who have done a better job than a man and a woman being in the same house because it depends on where they are. I've had some of my best kids come from single single parent homes. I've had some of my worst come from single parent homes. It all depends on the leaders in the house or leader. Something else you brought up, Tammy, um, you know, is uh, about you know getting the the cards. Um, you know, the kids have to fill it out or the parents have to fill it out. Um, they kind of tell, you know, different things about the family or, or the household. Um, they still do all that. It's called, it, it's an emergency card. I don't, I can't, I don't think it was called that like when I was a kid. Um, but I, I remember there was something where like you had to fill it out when I was a kid, but I forgot what it was. It was like from the Census Bureau or something. I can't remember. But now, well, I know there is, there is, there is, there is that. Well, I don't, again, I, I shouldn't say I know because it, I'll say again, it used to be. But those, the forms that they used to f- complete, and this is one of the reasons mm-hmm. it was mandatory at that time because we we transferred that information. Now they probably do it all by computer. Yeah. But we used to have to transfer that registration card or, or whatever it is because it just wasn't for the new kids. Yeah. Every every child had to have one completed and then a part of that information went over to what we called an emergency card, what you said, and it went into a blue box that sat right up on the counter with just your that child's name and the emergency uh contact, which in most cases it was a mother, father, father there's another way you could tell if a father was was uh, present in a child's life or mother, and then you had your emergency contacts as well. But again, maybe maybe that that just doesn't happen 
to the extent because I actually believe that the teachers had to complete those cards and turn them back into us, and then we put them in that blue box um, in alphabetical order. So um, So it gave those teachers an opportunity to kind of see that child on paper. Not that child, but his life, his home life, the people in his circle, whether it was a grandmother listed, a father, and so forth. So we we have I mean there's there's there are there are different forms um at the school that we have access to um about the kids what I like to do um number 1 I I, I try to hear from the kid you know um I'm one of those teachers um as crazy as it may sound I'm one of those teachers that I take time to get to know each individual kid like at the beginning of the school year um, and I try to, and I try to learn about them through conversation. Um, and a lot of them are very open, very honest. Um, sometimes they tell you things that you don't want to know. Um, but a lot of them are very like upfront and honest. And, um, and that helps me, um, help them. Uh, one thing I don't do is listen to uh, other teachers. Um, mm-hmm. I'll take I'll take in what I think that I think I need, which usually isn't much. But teachers have a tendency um, to be negative about children, um, and it bothers me. And so I try not to have conversations with with teachers about, about kids because um, a lot of teachers don't know how to have those conversations. And I don't want that to be in my mind the next time I see that kid or the first time I see that kid because teachers do that and then the kid has no chance the whole year. I've seen that happen time and time again. The kid has no chance. And the kid knows that. And so where they might be, you know, a handful in third grade, now there are two handfuls in fourth grade because these two adults had this conversation and now the new teacher is, is giving the, the, the kid a hard time. Um, and so, you know, that that's why I try to just get to know the kids for myself. Um, and, I, and, and, and I don't just learn about them, I, I, I tell them things about me too. So that way um, they're not being taught by a stranger or some some stranger, you know, isn't, <laughs> isn't trying to get them to learn math or get, trying to get them to learn science because then, it's, you know, if the relationship is there, you have a much better chance. I remember I was, I was mentoring, uh, uh, this boy before and you know and I saw him outside of school one day and he was like so I didn't think teachers had lives and this boy was in elementary school he said I didn't think teachers had lives I said what do you mean he said I don't know he said I just I didn't know what y'all like did when y'all left school I really didn't think y'all did anything like I, I didn't he's like I thought y'all, y'all were just here and I said you know what's strange I had the, I had the same thought I honestly thought when I was in elementary school, 
teacher just like must have fallen out of heaven and like come to school and then like just went back at the end of the day. Cause I was like, I, like I didn't think that teachers lived in like houses like everybody else did. Like I didn't think that they drove cars, you know, even though they're cars in the parking lot. Like I just didn't know um, what they did. And so I think the relationship part is very important too. And I think that even goes back to the home where parents need to um, build relationships with their children. And if if you have a man who has a relationship, a good relationship with his kids, then going back to last week and, and, and what you said uh, at the at the top of the show, Tammy, you're going to see a huge difference. Mm-hmm. A huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and I uh, we didn't spend a whole lot of time together when I was growing up. Um, we do now um, and have pretty much my whole adult life, but we didn't spend a whole lot of time together um, when I was growing up. And my thought was if when I be, uh, I become a father, um, I'm going to do the opposite. But again, that's, that's me saying, listen, this is going to stop here. Like, whatever the reasons are. Because sometimes, like my stepbrother, his father wasn't around because he passed away. But stepbrother was, you know, is a really good father to his children. You know, he's there for them. Um, You know, and so I think that we have to we have to make up in our minds what problems we see and if men being absent in the home or the lives of young boys or young girls, so they're just as important, I think we have to figure out how we are going to either either fix the problem or close the gap. You, you know, Rodney, you said um, you you talked earlier about the shifting that there's a shifting going up, going around, not just in your area, but in in all areas where there there is uh, there's a there there are issues with parents doing drugs and things like that. Um, and before before I go there, I want I, I want to 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 go back to what you were saying about the mothers and the fathers, regardless of of who's in the house, I, I, I'm I with you. It, the house needs to be, the foundation of the house needs to be God's way. Like we need to, as parents, I think it is very important because we we push kids towards, if we pushed kids as much towards God's way, like this is your foundation for life, this is where those morals, those values, those ethics, the, the respect, comes in, if we push them that way more than we did towards sports and and how how you look, what you wear, um, all these things, then that's where the verse comes in about um, raising your children in a way in which they should go, and if they would depart, they will come back. But the problem is we're, the children are not being raised that way. They are being raised more so according to the standards of the world, which we said earlier. 
and then I'll go back to these same parents that you're seeing that shift begin to happen. These are those children. I think these are these are child these are these parents who were children, whenever that started to whenever the foundation of God stopped being taught, morals, values, thank you, excuse me, um you speak when you come in, in, in the house, you know, all that stuff. When you get back to making that mandatory in your house, street lights on, oh, boy, I, I'm down the street, I'm in trouble, I start running. You, 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 put, you have expectations of these children because the Bible tells us we are created in God's image and his likeness. And so what I think people do is they get to, an, they get to be an adult, and where they should feel in control of their lives um, as parent, as people, as employees, employers, as wives, as husbands, as humans, as parents, they feel like they should be in control, but there is no control because they are still fighting. They they have that middleman, as I spoke about the spirit and the soul. I think the success is when 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 they meet in the same place and decide that they're going in the same direction, but. And that's when I think you get off the milk, you become spiritually mature and all of that. So regardless, if there's just one parent in the home who's instilling those values, who's instilling God as a foundation, not saying that child won't depart, not saying that child won't go and do something, whatever, but once you have that foundation instilled in you, once it's in you, I think it stirs you up, it torments you when you don't, give in to it, when you don't um, surrender to it. And I think a lot of adults are at that place where they're, where they find themselves searching, searching, searching for something that will cure that nagging hunger for, for, for the spirit of God and for the life to glorify him. Um, I think I mentioned, if I didn't, I might have mentioned it on In the Moment, um, I've been hearing this this quote, and I wish I could remember who he is, but I can't. Um, I've been hearing this quote about transformation, and it blew my mind because I had never heard it quite put that way. When we think about transformation, when I think about transformation before hearing this, it's always about becoming something new, being transformed from something um, or from a place, I'll say that. But this this quote, and I'm going to say it in my way because I can never remember exactly how he says it, but basically he's saying it's not it's not about becoming something new. It's really about revealing the old. And when I, what I think he means about old is revealing who you were created to be in the image of God and his likeness, who, who God created you to be in this body, in this body of Christ. We have a head, we have a mouth, we have arms, we have all of this. Just think about our own body. And I think we get so caught up, and you mentioned something that made me think about this earlier. Um, we want, we, you didn't say this, but this is what, what I kind of got out of it. We want to be the whole body. We want to be every part of the body. We're so busy looking at people. And I think our our social networks make it worse because you get to see what everybody else is doing and now you try to create recreate your will and your game when sometimes you you have you're in your purpose or you're going towards that but because you see something and you're not grounded in that now you have a whole new idea and new ideas are not bad 
But if it changes your game every time, if it changes your plan, the core of your plan, how can you keep up? How can your spirit and your soul work towards this, towards getting to that same place? So I think that we have those parents and women and especially fathers, we're so disconnected and out of out of our place. If 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 you guys don't mind me saying it that way, that we are out of place. Like I I read a quote from it wasn't a quote, but it was a statement that uh, Rollo, this guy, put out there about his his uh, future wife. Uh, he recently proposed to her, and he said he would never forget the day when she told him, I'm just tired. I'm tired of of having to basically be everything, to hold it up. And if, if, mm. if most people will be honest, they would say they feel the same way, yet we, tr- we, we put on this facade that this is what we want to do. And so you got some burnout wives who can't even pray for their husbands, who can't, who can hardly pray for themselves, and really mean it. Who can get into a deep meditation and prayer to who they say, who we say we believe in. I won't even say that. Who we say we believe in. We can't even pray for those men that are in our lives because we're so busy and we're so burnt out and we're so bummed out trying to keep up with. So those are the people I think that are finding themselves thinking nothing will work. I got to get high. Let me try it. I got to do this just to keep up, just to keep up. So it's like this. I, I totally agree with you. Man, woman, if you have two uh, two parents in the home who are, are, are worldly people and teach nothing about God, then you're going to get what we see we're getting. We're going to get it. So, it does have to be about, and I'm glad you brought that up because it does have to be about God. Like we need to be, every time your child, we should be so involved. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, you gotta, you can't let them be, but so involved in their lives when in, in showing them God. Mm-hmm. Showing them. Men going to, it, it, it's, it's, Statistics that show if the man, if the husband, if the male goes to church, just go to church, then the children are more likely to go and continue on. Why? Because if he's the head and that wife is allowing him to be, you know, yeah, they're going to follow. Because Mm -hmm. kids already, boys and girls, they already... um, if you just pay attention to a young child uh, who's being reprimanded by their father or mother or when, when the father is around, pay attention to how they act differently or how the father can look or how the father can say something, and it's totally different. Total, it's, it's perceived differently, and it, they respond to it differently. When I see a male who has no control over his child, a child, I don't care how old it is, I'm going to tell you, I, I don't think much of that male. I really don't. I, I'm like, something's missing. Something's missing. Mm-hmm. You Something get somewhere, and that's just, I could be wrong, but when I see a man who's, who's there and you have no effect over your household or the discipline, like your children, you, they can walk in the house and be like, oh, well, well he's here. 
so mm-hmm. what? I really, I really don't have, I, I, I don't have a lot of respect for that that man. It's, and I, mean, I think it's, if it's heard enough, you, we will see, um, we will, we will get that picture of how important in that role of of the male is, Rodney. I think it's bad when you have men who know better but don't do better. You 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 have men who've been taught the way or have been taught the right way. But yet they've got to be so consumed with the distractions and the cares of this world that they have lost their way. And that's no excuse to me. It is it is our responsibility to be men. It is our responsibility. If we're going to be the head, then be the head. And for those men who are doing what they're supposed to be doing, Keep doing it with yours, and if you have the opportunity, grab another one who may not be living in your household just because there's a huge shortage. Now, I think we've we've gotten better, but we're still a long ways off. I remember, Tammy, when you were saying things like, you know, men saying, ooh, I got to get home to see my show. When they were, you know, doing, you know, supposed to be doing more important things. Yeah. And it's like, it's time out for that. If Tamari is gone, let's say Tamari is gone for a weekend and I'm home by myself. If I have nothing to do, no responsibilities, I might just watch football all day Saturday, watch it all day Sunday. But if Tamari is home, I'm not about to do that because I have a responsibility. Even if it's just spending time with my wife, even if it's just watching TV with her, I shouldn't be sitting there watching football all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Football is not my number one priority. I like it. I like to watch it but it's not my number one priority. And I think that we as men, we have to start seeing things that way. Rodney, what do you think about those? Because I think of all the, num- the number of young men um, when – when Brandon, um, Brandon included, Brandon included, I can't leave him out. They go off to college and they don't know how to tie a tie, um, change tire, check the oil, and again, you know, 
Brandon came from from a home where where there there was a there was a male who knew how to do that and some more, but it came to that time and 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 not 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 giving them a choice to do it. You know, son, come on out here, let's do this, let's do that. I will never forget Brassfield. Um, there's a there's a gas station here, and it's it's an old. Um, Male, I mean, Mr. Bradfield, I, I can't, I don't know how old he is, but he's old. And Brandon was in the sixth grade, and I would get my gas from there, and I would take Brandon. Um, most most times he would be with me because I'm picking him up from somewhere, and I'd stop and get gas. And I'll never forget the day he <laughs> he made Brandon get out the car. And, and not, you know, he didn't have to make him, but what I'm saying, as a man, he's son. This is just how he talked to him, son. Let me get out. Let me show you a few things so that you can you can take care of this for your mama. And that's just how he talks mm-hmm. to women. Um, he would show him from that time forward. If I'd pull over there to get gas, and Brandon's with me. He that Brandon check my oil, check my tires, and all of that. Just that alone. Now, as a woman, I probably could have told Brandon. Um, you know, check this, you need to do this, you need to do that. It would have been perceived totally different. But just that it's this man, it's something different. It's this, it's this, mm-hmm. it's this man, and I'm a young man, and, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I got another young man, another man who's telling me, not just telling me, but he's a doer of it. You know, he knows mm-hmm. how it makes, it makes a difference. It just, it truly makes a difference. And that being said, we as as women... If we could, and I, I, I pray that there are young women or or women who still have the opportunity to allow the man, and if not allow, require it. Like if, if, if you don't have a man that you can allow to do it, he wants to do it, he wants to be the one to discipline, not saying that you don't need to have that control either, but but as a woman, especially with these young children, I think that there should be another step up, like there should be another um, area of consequences or a consequence to whatever mm. you did. If you come home with that bad report card, when your dad gets home. Now, not saying you shouldn't deal with it either, but but that child should think, if, I, if I've had 50%, I'm going to get 200% when dad gets here. Like it should be that same reverence, that fear, that fear of the Lord. Those children should have it for their earthly father, that reverence, fear. And so, we as women, as I said, I hope there's there's young young women who, if you have the opportunity, that you are able to allow that to take place, allow the the the, the course. And hopefully you've picked the man that I'm just gonna say I, I, you you picked the father, and not the penis. I'll just say it like that. And that's that <laughs> and and if and if you haven't, then it should still become a requirement. Yeah. It should become a requirement, so a conversation takes place. Let's do this thing right. Let's look into this. Let's. How can we? How can we first get on one accord and an understanding of of how we want these children to be raised? And I would hope the first thing is, 
where foundation is 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 the foundation is God, and from there, who 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 is in control of this house, and be willing to to allow that to unfold, because of, I think a lot of these children are seeing the separation, the disconnect, the disconnectedness, if that's a word, um, in the parenting process. You say yay, I say no, and then normally the child gets what they get what they want, he or she wants, and then the parents are at odds for, you know, a certain time. And then the process starts over again. So learning to be on one accord, learning not to just be sayers but doers as well. And not Rodney, I think you brought that up, you know, with if you're telling these children, hey, you need to go to school and, boy, you need to bring me some grades in here, but you're sitting down playing Xbox every day or from the moment <laughs> you come in. You know, so what are you what are you showing these kids? It's just like the, the, the Mr. Bradsfield. He didn't say, you know, okay, I'm a, he, son, get out, let me show you how to do this in case your mama needs this at the house. And that just that authority I mean, these kids willingly seem to do it. Like they, they, they can't wait to do it and learn it, and so they can show you, show, show it. But let a mama say it. All hell breaks loose for some reason. Y'all just start paying attention to that. Mama can say some things. They're gonna question you. They're gonna doubt you. They're gonna come up with every defense, every reason why. But in most cases, if a dad says it, they might, they might feel some kind of way. But very few kids are going to give that father that pushback. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what happened. There's some there's some serious feedback. Um, I'm not sure what happened. There's some um, feedback. Yeah, for some reason I don't know. When you just started uh, talking uh, this this last segment, for some reason I started getting feedback. Are you still oh, hearing it? No, it's gone now, I think. Yeah, it's gone okay. now. It was like an echo. Okay. okay. Um, but uh, I think that we, we, again, and this is this is an area uh, that, that I have to do better um, because, unfortunately, I didn't have anyone teaching me those male things, um, like changing attire and stuff like that growing up. Um, so a lot of a lot of that education like I missed. I don't even think um and I didn't even do it by myself, but I don't I don't recall even like attempting to work with somebody to change attire or watching somebody do it until I was like in my twenties. Um it it like with when you talk about those manly things, um, is it's just like I didn't grow up like that. However, what I'm gonna say is this to myself and to any other man in the same boat, it's no excuse. Um and again that's something that I have to do better with. Just because I wasn't born with it or just because I was never taught it if I see at any point that I don't know something, 
then guess what? What's stopping me from learning it now? So, yeah, you may go off to college, and there may be things that you don't know how to do, but who says that you have to come back from college like that? Who Who's to say that, you know, you can't learn something at 30 or at 40? Because you're going to have to teach, you, you may have to teach it to somebody else. So it can't be the end all. And, and, and again, I mean, and I um, was around, I guess, different people. I saw men on working on cars. They never, they never, you know, pulled me over and said, this is how you do it. Um, and so, uh, especially with that is concerned, I missed all of that. I saw men fixing things around the house, but they would much rather just go and do it themselves than to teach me how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, again, in order to have a in order to have a a, a better generation of men, when we see our flaws. We need to improve on them because how else is the next generation or two or three generations from now, how are they going to be any better if nobody takes the time to get an education, to learn how to do certain things? Rodney, I have a question for you. What... um... Okay, I'm gonna start it out. I'm gonna start the question out with a, a a quick story. I and and I've since shared this with Brandon. I didn't share it at that time, but this was this year. This was not long ago. Um, my filter needed to be changed in my my air conditioned filter. Um, and I could I was I Brandon was in the attic and I went um, up the the ladder and I just kind of stood there and I could see. Um, I could see the look in his eyes, and, and I would call it kind of embarrassment, shame, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't know how to do this. I could see it. I, and, and I can't say that I, that I would have, I can't even say a year ago I would have responded the way I responded. But I could see that he felt some kind of way about, you know, I'm going to try this, but I'm really not sure how to do mm-hmm. this. So rather than um, rather than burst that, I kind of I, I kind of shared with him. I, I shared the story of, and I can't remember exactly how I said it, but I shared my story of how um, when I the first time I did it, how I had to look. You know, I didn't know how to do it, and I had to look to see how it tells you on the side. But I was really telling him that it will it will show you how to do it. Right, it will if you mm-hmm. if you look to the tells you how to put it in and all that. I was like, you know, I tried to do this and I couldn't. I I, I didn't know which way it was supposed to go in. I I just looked there on the side and it guided me through and that kind of thing. But to the fact that he didn't he didn't know that it would it was there to show you which way it would go. And so after I said that, I I just walked on. I walked you know got back down. I left the attic, coming back down and went on about my way. And so later on, I was able to. We were having a conversation about something else, and I was able to. I bought that, bought that up, but it mm-hmm. wasn't a 
time to bring it up when he's in the midst of his confusion, of his shame, of why don't I know this? You know, at mm-hmm. this age, something so simple to where it can make them feel um, less than a man. And it sounds crazy, but like you said, don't don't get caught up in it. Just learn how to do it, and then the best thing you can do is give it. Teach somebody, teach another young man how to do mm-hmm. the same. You know, and yeah. that's the that's a way to overcome it. But how do we as women say 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 you? And every man is different. Every young child is different. Somebody some a young, some young male might have been. You know, mom, I don't know how to do this. What you know? What should I do? Is it something that will tell me? But again, I think as parents, as mothers, um, as discerning people, uh, we should parents should be spiritually at, spiritually at a place or have enough wisdom and discernment to where we know what to say, when to say it, how to say it, but say it so that yeah. we don't we we say it so that we're not condemning them, making them feel worse. So how you as a as a as a man who and who's been that young male, I guess, give us anything. Give give us something that for that young parent or that parent who's, who's, who's raising, particularly a young boy, who may not know some things um, that, he, or, that he, he should know, he thinks he should know, to where, that, where we don't make them feel more defeated in this world. How can they handle some of those things? Just your opinion. Well, I I think that um, I think that it's on both people mm-hmm. to make sure that it is productive. Meaning, um, I think that the that the woman has to be honest. Uh, don't make him feel good about his uh, about you know, the knowledge or the skills that he's lacking, because if you do, if you, if you make him feel good about it or you baby him or pamper him, then he's probably never going to want to do it or, or he's going to feel like, well, I don't have to do this. Um, But be honest with them. And if you're a man, be honest with yourself. Don't get mad. If your mom or if your, your wife or your girlfriend um, knows things that you know traditionally uh, men know or men take care of. Um, don't let your pride get in the way. Mm. Uh, I think it's I think it's I think it's on both people. Um, now, if now as far as the woman, um, I'm going to say don't nag. Or make uh, make remarks that you know are like, you know, gonna be, I guess, offensive or or that would push him further away from, you know, coming to the plate. But uh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example from from my own personal life. Um, Tamaria was raised. Um, a lot differently than I was, and Tamari was was taught how to do um, a number of different things that I necessarily wasn't. Um, and Tamaria has also, um, you know, 
been a woman on her own, uh, been a, a homeowner um, who was responsible for certain things. And so um, she probably knows a, a, a lot more than I do. However, when things come up, um, Tamari has not once said anything that made me feel dumb or less than a man. Um, it, it's been more so of a collaborative effort. Or if Tamaria see, sees that something needs to be done, Tamaria does it. Um, she doesn't say, ooh, this is broken. I'm going to wait for Rodney to get here and fix it. No, if Tamaria sees that it needs to be done, like, she'll do it. And if I'm not home and the trash needs to be put out, she doesn't say, well, he's not here, or he didn't put it out before he left, so it's going to sit there. No, she just does it. Um, and, and you know, but again, that I have to play my part, too, and and, and not get mad um, if she she's more knowledgeable about something, um, because at the end of the day, we're still on the same side. And I think that whatever you say to one another, whether it, it, it could be your mom, um, whatever you guys say to each other, it should be uh, to lift each other up, to, to encourage each other. Uh, because I can tell you, if if it's um, if if it if he's mature enough, he's not going to want you to have to worry about certain things when either it should be both of y'all. Or she'll follow him. Um, you know, eat, like even with us, like when it comes to cooking, I don't say, "Ooh, that's Tamaria's job." Ooh, let me. I, I'm just gonna sit here and wait. No, <laughs> I get up and cook. <laughs> you know, and so I think you just, you know, a, a, as a as a man and a woman, just remember that. You know, regardless of who the woman is to you, regardless of who the man is to you, uh, remember that y'all are on the same side. And remember, you know, that you can you can win a lot of people with just love. Because mm-hmm. like that, you said on the same side. Same with parenting. I think if we realize, um. I just I just refuse to believe that the average parent, mother or father, is out to destroy their child. Like I think the ultimate goal is to help their their children succeed. However, a lot of us just get caught up in 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 and I'll say the drama of the party. We just kind of get caught up in the world. But if we could be on the same side in parenting. Or with mm-hmm. parenting, and know that our best that that we really want the best for our children, and then understand, get an understanding of what that looks like. How do we do that? And it certainly is not fighting against one another or being um, totally on opposite sides of the road in your parenting for selfish reasons, because usually it has to do with the relationship that did not work out or is not working out. <coughs> Excuse mm-hmm. me. 
I like that you say that, you know, about being on the same side. And, and back to the trash can thing, if we get to, you said that Tamara just kind of takes it out. If, it's, if it needs to go out and she's there or whatever, whatever, she takes it out. When you get into, if, if, if the trash is your thing, then what, what will happen when the man says cooking is your thing? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we have to we have to make sure that we're not prejudiced in our pickings, so to speak. So because if I think, hey, if I get offended by having to take the trash out, I'm not saying I want to take it out all the time. But if I have to, if I get <laughs> offended, then what am I going to do when you say? And this is just overall when you say, well, you know. Cleaning and cooking and all that—that's that's your thing, you know. I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful. I just say be fair, and just really it goes back to what Tamaria said on one of our shows. And and Rodney, you know, I love, love, love this, and I use it quite a bit. When we are the pedestrian, we want the drivers to stop, wait, we want to be able to take our time and get over there without them moving and acting as if they're going to hit us, and I'm adding more to it. And then if it's the reverse, if you're now the driver, you want the pedestrian to speed it up, hurry up so I can go. <laughs> so that's not, that. you know, that's, that's, that's not, um, that's double-mindedness. I'll say that, that's being double-minded. That is that that is really thinking more of yourself and not seeing us mm-hmm. as as a whole. Because if you want it for you, then you should want it for me. And I think that is mm-hmm. that is the for me it is the breaking point when you want for you when what you want for you 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 want for others as well. I was, this reminds me of my, my neighbor. I have um, some neighbors that live just across corner to me. And the, <laughs> these neighbors, I promise you, you guys, they didn't start speaking to us until, this is crazy, it's going to sound crazy, but until Brandon and Stella for, for Mother's Day, they planted, um, my yard really, really looks nice. They have just all kinds of flowers out, of, out in the front. And Brandon came in one day. He was like, Mom, the neighbor spoke to me. She actually talked to me. She was talking about the flowers. Can you believe that? <laughs> and so, so y'all, I'm going to say it because it is what it is, you guys. I am, I am, I am steadily growing into myself and whatever. I was like, well, when your yard's right, you're white. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so fast forward, <clears throat> they've been speaking ever since. I mean, to the point one day, one of the ladies, uh, it's so bad if my neighbors hear this, but it's the truth, whatever, it's the truth. we got to start dealing with the truth. And so she she stopped and spoke to him uh, when he was out working in the yard, and she got in her car, and he she stopped again and spoke to him. So fast forward a couple of nights, nights ago, um, I'm just a stickler for garage doors being open. And so the, I noticed that their garage door was open, and I kept thinking, okay, they're going to close it. They're going to close it. And it was just getting later and later. And I really did try to lay down and, and go to sleep I wasn't because I it was late. I, wasn't gonna, I was not going to bother them. 
but I could not, I just, I knew that I would not get any sleep because all I could think about is what if their garage door, the door to, to the house inside the garage is not locked. Anything could happen. And so mm-hmm. I finally, um, I finally, I, I just had to go. And it was, it was like a little after one o'clock, but I thought if, if either way, I need to do this. I just, I just had to do it. And so I had a friend who said, these are the same people that, you know, hadn't spoke to you all and da-da-da-da-da, and you want to go tell them that they're, they're garage door. Yeah, I do. Because you guys, if if it were me, I would want them to come knock on my door. I don't care what time it was. You mm. know, I would want to know. Because most times I don't have my door locked to the actual house. And so, and sure enough, they they had no idea it was open, and they were very appreciative. But had I let my feelings get in the way, because this is my mm-hmm. name, what what if I wait? I, I said no. What if? Because anything we're in Memphis, and it could happen anywhere. But what if? Who knows? And I could not. Mm-hmm. So when we want, when we want. To make sure that others get, regardless of regardless of how they have treated us or made us feel, and I'm not saying that because that's a small thing. I'm not saying I got to go over there and have tea and eat dinner. Not happening. Won't happen. I don't think so. But <laughs> that's for other reasons, though, y'all. But but um, <laughs> but something that I can just get up and walk and say, hey, your garage door is open. Nothing to it. Nothing to yeah. it. So when you're walking across the street, you know, or driving the car, have the same patience. Want the same thing. Don't 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 want it when you're a walker, and don't want it when you are driving. To me, that is that is growing, regardless if you are a man or a woman, and that is living. That is freedom. That is peace. That is life. That is having that foundation. And seeing us all as being connected, uh, rather than disconnected like we are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, we have people listening, Rodney. So I guess what I'll do is, if you guys is nine forty-five, nine ten forty-five for some of you, and whatever other time time zones that we have. But if you have questions, comments about tonight's show, same for the chat line. Go ahead and get them get them out or get them into us. Facebook as well, because I guess we'll work to bring it to a close. But it has been I'm loving these open topic things, although we kind of stuck to one topic tonight. But uh, it was good. So if you have questions, comments, get them in now. And I guess we'll do the same thing uh, for next week. I know that I said I was going to give you guys some information. The GoFundMe. Um, is out there for we talked about this. I think you were gone, right? And I think it was when you and Tamaria were on your 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 inter, celebrating your anniversary. I think it was. But there is a GoFundMe out there for uh, well, family members for me, but also uh, listeners of the of the Butterfly Evolution show. Uh, Bo and and Latasha are really having a a difficult time and and 
mainly because of some some illness that's going on, sickness um, that's going on, and it's all out there. Tasha, I think, was one of our callers last week, um, has been dealing with seizures for quite a while now. And so if you guys, all we're asking for, and the reason this is so important to me for dollars, and, and for the life of me, I don't know how anybody could pass it up with just a dollar. I could feel some kind of way and still give a dollar um, about it. And that's what I mean about feelings, emotions, and things like that. We can find every reason not to do something for somebody. The same, I could fall into hard times, and you guys could find a reason not to help me if you looked. But the same with you. And so that's what I feel. And I'm going to tell you guys, I have not always been in this place. I have not always been in the place where... The shack, the movie, the shack did something to me. Like it seriously put me in a different realm of life. And so I really, 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 really understand the verse. And I'm, I'm gonna have to do better with quoting verses, but can't tell you where they are. But um, to heal the broke, set the captive free, and heal the brokenhearted. Rodney, you probably know where that is. But where is that? You know, it talks about we are we are here to uh, set the captive free and heal the brokenhearted. Uh, I can't think of it at the at the moment. Am I saying that right? Is that right? How it goes? Uh, if not, you're close enough. <laughs> Something like that. But <laughs> that has just taken on a new meaning because. I think if we all be honest, we're we're if we're not um, imprisoned one day, we're captive. We're, we're in captive a, a different way. So we're brokenhearted one day. I'll say that if we're not we don't have a broken heart today, um, we may be in captivity or vice versa. And it doesn't have to be the same thing for us all because what make what make what may make you feel in captivity, I may breeze through like oh this is nothing. This is nothing to me. So, but it is to somebody, and so that's why I think when we can, let's do it. And and I wanted everybody to donate a dollar, one dollar, because that will allow us to see the power of unity. Like, you somebody have three thousand friends on Facebook. If everybody just say, you know what, it's a dollar. Let me just give a dollar. Then that that is life changing for someone. That is life changing for a family. And so, what the goal is is to to hopefully finally start uh, fresh start angels. And this this would be an organization that when when someone is in need, maybe we would get something in writing, some something from somebody that says, "Hey, I know a family that's in need." And if there's three thousand people in that organization, and everybody gave a dollar. Hey, this family has a life-changing moment, and they they feel connected in some way. Someone cares, regardless of 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 any. And I'm not saying saying anything about bad choices in this situation. What I'm saying is, that's what I meant by if you really if you try to find a find a reason to say no, there's always there's always reasons there. But the same would be for me and for you. But when people are in situations, when you're feeling some kind of way, 
you may make decisions that just to get you get you out of your hell for a moment. So if you have not given a dollar and you plan to, please go check it out. Go find me. Uh, Fresh Start Angels is is the uh, link. And again, I I really if if we get to the point where we really um, did not reach nearly what we then I will come back and say, hey, can you guys give more? But share it with your friends. I really want the the, the power of unity to be to be the main thing here. And before I turn it back over to you, Rodney, um, about feelings, I had a, a lady, we were kind of in a situation last weekend that did not go so well, but uh, I was leaving the hospital with, well, I shouldn't say it did not go so well because it did, but there were some things happened that, that just kind of just kind of put people in a, in a bad place. So, that being said, uh, we were having a conversation in the in the elevator, and I said I made the comment. I said I I figured they were in their feelings, and the lady that I was with said, "Well, you can't be in your feelings." You can't. I'm sorry. They, I, I said I, they feel. I kind of got the feeling that they were feeling some kind of way, and she said, "Well, you can't feel some kind of way if you really care," and that has stuck with me for days now. She said, "If you you can't feel some kind of way if you care, and if that's your bottom line, if you care, then we just got to do more." And not let our feelings and emotions get in the way of caring for people, of setting, of of healing the brokenhearted and setting the captive free. We can't get in the way of that. And let God handle the rest. Let God handle the rest. So, and uh, the last thing, Gator Consulting. If you guys, oh, we have a caller. Rodney, where we going? That wants to talk. <laughs> Hey, caller. Hi. Oh, that's. I didn't want to say who it was. I didn't want Rock. No. Tammy, you didn't. You didn't see her text. That's the mayor. You texted me like crazy over there. I hear my phone, but I'm like. Oh, that's funny. I was thinking that that was me, but then I was like, no, she probably has her phone on silent. No, I don't have my phone over here. It's on the charger. Well, I just wanted to say that it's been a great show as always. And my two main takeaways were to do unto others as you would have them do unto you and to always lead by example. That was something I used to always say in corporate America. And from you all talking about teachers and um, just parenting overall and the role of men in individuals' lives, I think those were the main things that I took away is that it's true. We ask people to do things that we don't do ourselves, and then um, we don't give people the same grace that we expect. So um, overall, great show. And, yeah, those were my takeaways. So just wanted to share. Well, Rodney, any any questions and comments for your your better half? (laughs) Um, I (laughs) would... I would just say um, I think that those are two two really good ones, um, and 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask this question. What do you uh, what should people do, or what can people do when they are dealing with others who aren't necessarily um, fair, or they don't necessarily uh, give give out or give back what they ask for? Oh, that's a tough one and one I always struggle with. Rodney knows. I, it's one of those things where I remember a while back writing a quote where it's like, just because life isn't fair, it doesn't mean that it gives people the right to disrespect and or take advantage of others. Um, so I think sometimes that's where you have to set boundaries because I get that things aren't going to be fair. Things aren't going to always be consistent. But when you stop allowing people to use you, then eventually they figure it out. Or when you start making decisions where it's like, yeah, I love you, but I don't have to be a fool or I care, but I need you to lead by example, you just kind of have to put your foot down. And the example I think of immediately is just in my work situation where I told one of my VPs and the director, I said, you know, you need to demonstrate professionalism, like throughout the organization. I don't care what level you're at that doesn't give you a right to behave poorly or treat people badly and then expect them to respond how you want them to respond when what you're giving them or dishing out is not appropriate. So I I would just say kind of like let people know. um, And as Tammy said, tell the truth. Say, Say what it is. Granted, you can say it very tactfully and diplomatic, but you still should let people know that, one, you recognize what's happening and then try to work with them. But if there is someone who doesn't want to change, then recognizing that you probably have to set some boundaries in your own life. Oh, wow. Tamari, see, you just started another show. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's a deep topic because, I mean, that's exactly why I left where I was because I was like, you know what? I don't deserve to be treated this way. I don't care who you are. Like, it doesn't make you better than me because you have a higher title. And I no longer choose to accept being treated the way that I am. So I need to find something else. <laughs> yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, I re- when, as you talked, I thought about the saying that that they used to say, "Tell, uh, tell the truth, shame the devil." Y'all remember that? Oh, Something yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I do. I, be- I truly believe the truth. The, the truth does set us free, as it says. It does set us free. Um, thank you, Tamara. I can't believe you are up. It must have been a good show because you are up. And awake, and Rodney's not there, so we're really doing good, Rodney. A plus. <laughs> I wish um, I was here, though. Last night I couldn't I sleep because I was like, mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been just the opposite. Like, oh, I got this bed to myself. <laughs> I, swear, I was like, let me lay on his side. And then I laid in the bed for like, Probably an hour before I fell asleep. I didn't go to sleep wow. after midnight. Wow, 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 wow. Well, thank you so much for always listening to us, even when your hubby is not home. So thank you, Tamaria. And thank you for that that, that powerful um, 
I don't know what we would call it, but just just example of you know the pedestrian for the pedestrian and the driver because I think that's so applicable to life. And if we really think about it, we are all or have been in that where we want we want what we want, but then when we're and when it reverses, we still want what we want, and that's selfish. That is selfish. So, um, real quick, I want to make sure I thing out there and this is this is something that I've learned to you guys. You've heard me say here that I would never advertise on on Facebook and I was thinking about uh Brandon's been helping me with Gator Consulting and, and helping me get it up and going and and he's been doing a great job but he's told me that I have to get into the new world of thing the new way that the world does business. And so I'm learning that I will never say never again to things I will and won't do when it comes to to things like that, business advertising. There's some there's some other things I can say that on. But um, that being said, we have put the Gator Consulting page is out there, and at GatorConsulting.com. It's www.GatorGaitorConsulting.com, and Brandon has also set up Click. Funnels, and I, I think I'm saying that right. Funnel pages, I think it is. Um, he did. He's worked countless hours to help me get my business up and going, re, revamp, revamping the website. So, if you have not taken our wonderful assessment, please go out and take it. This has. I, I was able to get three new customers. This week alone, and today is Monday, and I'm counting the weekend. I got three new customers from people taking the assessment. I told I was sitting here yesterday, and I told Brandon, I said that it sounds so good to hear that little ding go off on my phone because that means I just got paid. So, so, and I'm sitting here. It was so crazy. Me, I was sitting here watching TV, and I kept hearing the little ding, and I was like, Brandon, I called him, and he was like, Mom, you're you're so funny, but. Just take the assessment because it does wonders for helping you understand who you are, why you are, what needs to change. And that's, again, if you apply it. Um, We have several people, including you, Tamara, you took it, but several people on the line. um, I want to say everybody that I see, the numbers have taken it. But um, if you have not or if you know someone that will benefit from it, uh, it can be we have gift cards you can you can purchase a gift card off of the site and so forth um give it to a couple who's getting married as their as their gift it's a form of counseling for them um and that's where most of my clients are coming from because people have such a lack of understanding for one another, but they're so busy trying to make each other who they want them to be instead of just loving them for who they are and allowing them to get to know who they are and try to understand them um, as well. So Gator Consulting, G-A-I-T-O-R, consulting.com. If you, even if you can't take the assessment, just check us out. And if you see the click funnel on Facebook, share it because someone just may see it and want to take the assessment or contact us for more details. So don't forget the GoFundMe.com Fresh Start Angels, and that's plural. So 
GoFundMe, Fresh Start Angels, or you could just key in in the search Fresh Start Angels. And if you want to know more about that, uh, you know, joining the group, and we're going to try to build that up. Maybe to Mary, maybe something you can help me with. I don't know. We can see, but build it up to where again, when 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 families, and it could be someone we don't know. If we get a recommendation from someone um, that a family is in need, we we come together, we make a decision, and we ask everybody to give a dollar for that family. So how awesome would it be, you guys, for people that don't know us? that we say, hey, we've been contacted and we have this organization to where we, we help people, where do we send send these funds? You know, so, again, with we check it out, make sure, you know, legit everything, because, again, like Tamara said, we can't be foolish in, in our doings and we, we in anything. Um, so just spread the news, you know, ask people, would they ask your church, would they mind? Um, letting you be over it out of your church to where, you know, maybe if it's, I don't know, you got got 100 members, you say, hey, 50 of them want to be a part of it. You collect their dollars and you make the donation. But we have to start helping people because, you guys, it's getting bad, it's, it, it is bad, and it's going to get worse. And you're going to have to have unity. You're going to have to work together. Period. Period. So... Think about that, and uh, maybe we'll have more time to talk a little bit more about some other things. But uh, the main thing right now for me is the, the Fresh Start Angels. Um, if you're going to do something, that would be that would that would be my first recommendation is to to help a family in need. Um, Rodney, I know we've passed our time, but we always do. So back over to you. <laughs> I think I'm done. All righty. Well, uh, don't forget that you have to close out the show because I don't, <laughs> I, uh, don't have access uh, to the uh, switchboard. But I just want to leave everybody with this, um, and it's just Ephesians, the sixth chapter and the fourth verse, and it says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So um, just in summary of tonight's show, um, number one, we we do need men, um, not male figures, but we do need men uh, to do what they have been called to do and do what they've been chosen to do. Um, and then number two, we also need to figure out um, why our men are not doing what they're supposed to be doing or they have not gotten to the place where they should be. And we need to figure out how we all, men and women, uh, can help help them uh, get there. Uh, until next week, thank you guys uh, so much for tuning in and hanging in there a few extra minutes uh, with us. Thank you to Mary for uh, pressing the number one and joining the conversation. Um, and to all of you guys who are listening, thank you for continuing to support the show. Um, we hope to continue to bring good news, and please, please, please uh, support Gator Consulting and also support the GoFundMe page. It's only a dollar. Tammy, back over to you. <laughs> All right, Roddy. Thank you, you guys. I'm going to close out, and this goes out to my cousin, Diane, who I'm really going to have to search this out, but I don't think Diane has missed the show 
ever, or since she found out for sure. So we have to always close out with her favorite song. You guys have a good night. Thank you for your support. We'll be back next Monday, same time.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.